0: Welcome to the Riverside Church Podcast. We value the Bible and believe it is important to teach it clearly, remaining true to its central focus of announcing and applying the powerful and transforming news of Jesus. In short, we exist to help all people know and grow in Christ. Our hope is this teaching will do just that. You, chapter twenty-seven. Verses 15-26. through Now at the feast, the governor was accustomed to release for the crowd any one prisoner whom they wanted. And they had then a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. So when they had gathered, Pilate said to them, who do you want me to release for you, Barabbas or Jesus who is called Christ? For he knew that it was out of envy that they had delivered him up. Besides, while he was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent word to him, have nothing to do with that righteous man, for I have suffered much because of him today in a dream. Now the chief priests and elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and destroy Jesus. The governor again said to them, which of the two do you want me to release for you? And they said, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, Then what shall I do with Jesus, who is called Christ? They all said, let him be crucified. And he said, why? What evil has he done? They shouted all the more, let him be crucified. So when Pilate saw that he was gaining nothing, but rather that a riot was beginning, he took water and washed his hands before the crowd, saying, I am innocent of this man's blood. See to it yourselves. And all the people answered, His blood be on us and on our children. Then He released them, Barabbas. And having scourged Jesus, delivered Him to be crucified. So here we have the account of Jesus before going to the cross. But there's a man who we're introduced to and his name is Barabbas. And this man is set free instead of Christ. Who is Barabbas? All four of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, mention Him in their accounts of Jesus uh, before Pilate and the people on His way to be crucified. He is described in these Gospels as a notorious criminal, as a murderer, as someone who is known for leading insurrection, as a thief, as a rebel. This is Barabbas. Yet, he is the one who is released from his chains on this holy day, which every year they would release one prisoner who had been arrested for some crime, and yet it is Barabbas who is the one who is set free on this day. That is who Barabbas is. So what about Jesus? What's happened to him and what's going to happen to him? He's given over to the crowd's shouts and demands, but what has he done? Nothing. Pilate can't find fault in him. He's done nothing but in the recent years of his ministry, He's made the paralyzed walk. He's given sight to the blind. He's healed the sick. He's healed those who have disease. He has set free men and women from life's circumstances, life's chains. And above all, He's forgiven those who have believed in Him, Jesus, the One whom the Father has sent, of their sins, and He now goes to die on the cross. 1 Peter 2.24 tells us this, He Himself, that's Jesus, bore our sins in His body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By His wounds, you have been made healed. See, Pilate knew that Jesus was innocent and he couldn't find fault in Him. And in his own attempt to publicly forgive himself for what has happened, he washes his hands with water to get the blood, so to speak, off of his hands. And he gives the people what they want more over who they want, and it's Jesus. Even at the warning of his wife, the text tells us, that his wife even was troubled, that the righteous man that they were crying out to be crucified was the one to be sentenced to death. And Barabbas, we see this guy mentioned in all four Gospels, is the one who is set free. Notice in the story, those who are shouting, those who are wanting Jesus to be crucified, they believed that they were the ones who chose Barabbas to be freed and Jesus to be sentenced. They believed that they held the power. Pilate in this moment does what the crowd wants him to do. And even in his mind, I'm sure he believed, even though he wipes his hands clean of it, feels the power. They feel the power and they believe they had power, even in their false accusations of Jesus committing blasphemy. But that's just not true. They didn't have power. Because God chose this. Jesus submitted to the will of the Father. God used these religious elites of the day to accomplish His purposes. What men did in anger and what men did in selfishness, God used to shower us with the gift of grace and to offer salvation to a lost and broken world. This Friday, is indeed good it is a it is a good friday it is good news but for who it's good because it's good news for sinners because it was the day that the righteous was given for the unrighteous it was the day that jesus was sentenced to death and this criminal this murderer was set free barabbas so who is barabbas really you know as i've gotten older and Been following the Lord for almost 14 years now. Um, I come to these texts in the Gospels that tell this story. And I always wondered in my early years, would I be shouting, Free Barabbas, Free Barabbas, Crucify Jesus? And I used to think, No, that wouldn't be me. And as I've gotten older and grown in faith, I've noticed how, No, that would be me. I would shout that, I would be part of the crowd. And now even as of late in the last several years of my personal walk with the Lord, I've realized who Barabbas is really. Barabbas is me. It's the truth. It's not popular. But Barabbas is you. Barabbas is all of us. But Jesus, who is He? He's the sacrificial Lamb. He's the Son of God. He's God in the flesh who has paid for your sin on the cross. That is who Jesus is. He is righteous, not us. But He takes the penalty of our unrighteousness. The blood of Jesus on the cross who alone is righteous. His blood is sufficient for this moment. His blood is enough. And His shed blood brings forgiveness of sins to all who believe. That's who Jesus is. Barabbas is me. Barabbas is you. Barabbas is all of us. And all the shame and all the guilt and all the weight of sin, the wrath of God is poured out on Jesus, the only righteous one instead of Barabbas. And on Good Friday, we can celebrate this instead of on you and on me. It's poured out on on Jesus and not Barabbas. He's given over to death. Death on a cross in this moment for the unrighteous. For the ones who shouted, crucify Him, crucify Him. That they might now live and have life in Him. See, it's interesting, Barabbas, his name actually means uh, son of a father. And Jesus is the father's son, the one and only son. The irony we see here is that the father's son, God the son, is given over so that you and I, the unrighteous, can become sons and daughters of the father, a heavenly father who loves us. So Jesus receives on the cross what Barabbas deserved, death. Barabbas undeservingly receives freedom when Jesus is sent to the cross and gives His life and lays His life down. God pours out on Jesus the wrath and penalty of our sin, which is what Barabbas deserved, so that God can put on Barabbas, you and I, what we didn't deserve, and that's His righteousness. He treats Jesus as if He were Barabbas in order to treat and see Barabbas, us, as Jesus, the righteous for the unrighteous, so that you and I can stand right before God. This is Barabbas. This is Jesus. We stand broken apart from this. Apart from this truth. We stand broken, ashamed, and lost before a righteous God. But we're all on an even playing field for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23 tells us. And it's on this Friday that we reflect on who He is and what He has done. And He shows His love for us on the cross. For God demonstrates His love for us that even while we were still yet sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 5.8 And get this, we're not told that at the release and freedom of Barabbas, whether or not he turned to Jesus. The Scriptures don't reveal to us what happens with Barabbas, even though all four Gospel writers mention this man in the most important event in human history. We're not told if Barabbas turned to Jesus and said, Jesus, I'm going to serve you for the rest of my life. Thank you for freeing me. Again, the people thought they had the power, but God chose this in His sovereignty to offer mercy and grace before a broken world and an unrighteous people. So Scripture doesn't tell us what happens with Barabbas afterwards, but what is so sobering is that Jesus still goes. He still goes to the cross. He still goes to the cross even though we don't know what happens with Barabbas. And even though He knows that the people, He loves the very people and wants to give forgiveness to the very people who are shouting crucify Him. When Jesus is on the cross, He cries out, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do and they divide up His clothes by casting lots. Luke twenty-three thirty-four tells us that. So we see this theme of the righteous on this Good Friday, given for the unrighteous. 1 Peter 3.18 says, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive in the Spirit. He does this to bring us to God. Barabbas is released. They believe they have the power, but it's God who's in charge and God who is orchestrating all of these events. And Jesus submits to the will of the Father. A criminal, a murderer, a thief, a man who's known as a notorious criminal is released. And they believe that they have, that they have won, but they haven't. I'm going to invite the band to come back up at this time. And we're going to sing a, a song together, but maybe you're here tonight and what is God, the Holy Spirit, speaking to you? Could be one of these two things. Tonight, maybe God is speaking to you regarding the cross and regarding sin and its payment that was paid for you and I. A gruesome death, a mocking death. They ridiculed him you can continue to read the chapter and just see all the events that took place that even somehow make this day good but it's good because it's good news for sinners which is all of us and for Barabbas who is me who is you who is all of us so maybe tonight the response if the holy spirit is speaking to you receive christ receive him he died in your place he died in my place repent and believe Believe in Jesus, that He is God in the flesh, that He's the perfect, He's the spotless, He's the blameless, blameless, sacrificial lamb, that He was the righteous one who's given for the unrighteous. See, Jesus died instead of Barabbas. He died the death that we deserve. He pays the price for sin once and for all, and he was raised to life on the third day, defeating death and grave. He is alive. Hope is alive. Perhaps tonight, Jesus is calling you to Himself. Receive Him. He alone has the power to save you. Give Him your sin. Give Him your shame. Give Him your guilt. Give Him everything. He has paid for it in this moment, and He's paid for it in full. In fullness, He has paid for it. God made Him, Jesus, who had no sin, to be sin for us, so that in Him we might become the righteousness of God. Second Corinthians 521. So if you're here tonight and you want to respond to his message for you, it's to receive who he is, acknowledge that he's paid for your sin, that you are a sinner. And there's no other one that can save you other than Jesus Christ alone and what he's done for you. Maybe tonight, if you're his disciple, remember what makes this Friday good the cross of Christ, the forgiveness that you receive at the cross, the payment that has been paid, the debt that has been canceled. And if you have been following Jesus and you would say, I'm found in Him. I'm a disciple of Him. Resist the temptation to earn or work for this love that is described here in the Scriptures that has already set you free. Resist the temptation to earn or to work for this love that has already set you free because that is not the Gospel. The Gospel is that it sets you free because it's a free gift and it's receiving that you, you could do nothing. And Jesus did it for you. Jesus did it in place of Barabbas who was deserving of it. He gets sentenced and not Barabbas. It is by grace through faith that you're saved. Maybe it's been weeks. Maybe it's been months or even years. You've been struggling. You've been trying to earn or work for this love that you once received. My prayer for you tonight, is, and myself, is to return to the truth of your salvation. That He welcomes you. He cares for you. The righteous. How do we know? Because the righteous is given for the unrighteous. He welcomes you. He cares for you. He's given Himself for you that you may have life in Him and pay the penalty in full. Don't skip straight to the hope that It's so beautiful. It's coming this Sunday on the third day as we celebrate the resurrection of the Lord. But don't skip to the hope without pausing and praising Him for this. This is the moment. This is the very thing that you and I desperately needed. The antidote to sin. The answer to our depraved condition. The blood of Jesus. The price that was paid on the cross. Glorify Him and give Him thanks this evening for what He's done for you. To give you life and to wipe you clean of all sin and of all unrighteousness. Remember that it is His body that was broken for you and His blood that was shed for you. Thanks for joining us. If you ever find yourself in the North Lauderdale area, come check us out. For more information on services and events, visit us at 954church.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching 954church.